You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Also, the home of coronavirus. Not not, not, not confirmed, Eddie, but it's, it is the home of coronavirus, just in the sense that, you know, we are a global community these days and coronavirus seems to be everywhere. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, but not in here. Not in here. I don't think it's in here. I hope not. So I'm not going to say it's the home of coronavirus. We live in a world of coronavirus. Of coronavirus. This isn't the home of it. No, maybe think. you're right. Maybe I went off early on. I should have got your clearance no, 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 before okay. I go and just spout. No, no, no that's all right. I shit get it. like that. There's a lot of coronavirus energy in the in the in the world at the moment. And that's I think why. So I'll, I'll allow it. Yeah, but you. But I'm not. I'm not giving it home to status. Yeah, no. okay. Well, no, I, ta- I, I take that back. I take that back after careful consideration. Mm. And Unless look, of course you've got it. No, I don't. And then, then by extension, I'll have it. Yeah, and then because this be nice. room's small and we tend to spit, we could do you know we could do bloody uh, a podcast from inside the emergency ward. Sure. Well, hopefully it doesn't get to that point. We could all hope that. Anyway, welcome back for another week, punters, dribblers. Another week. First, another week. first full week in isolation um, for us. Yeah, I'm just. I mean, mate. For me, the weeks just gel together. Hasn't it? And I don't really have any sort of yardstick by which I can measure time. No. I mean, I could could feasibly go back and listen to old podcasts and get a vibe, but I'm not going to. Or use like a watch or a calendar. Or Or keep a diary. Yeah, keep a diary. Never been a diary guy. Maybe we should keep journals. Maybe. You know what, though? That's just but another you know thing what? to have to do. And it's another thing, like, Ella would find it, and then she'd just, <laughs> she'd just rip me limb from limb. She would, she'd send me screenshots, yeah. and I'd just start posting she, them. Yeah, it wouldn't, it wouldn't. Have be you good. got some things to share, though? That, like, if you were to start doing a diary where it's like, look, there are things to well, share, and maybe just through fear of, of, of uh, you know, being ridiculed, you well, don't want to share those things. No, I just think... I share just, something with the punter and the dribble. No, I just think that if if I was to write a diary, like, about my thoughts and feelings You'd during this, like, opening up to the diary... You would. I think that I would open myself up for... Ridicule. A, a rid- like, no, not in a bad way, just no. like, Jesus, bro. You would, because, like, just, just below the surface is where your emotions are, even though on the surface, calm, cool, collected, yeah. swagger... Look at me, I'm the MC of the nation, Minister mm. for Sport. But if we just scratch mm. scratch a layer back, you're a, the still waters run deep with you. Yeah, I'm an emotional guy probably underneath it all. But <laughs> I think what I'm trying to say is... You won't be keeping a diary. I won't be keeping a diary. <laughs> <laughs> and not unless it's a diary about, okay, this is, you know, milestones in the ISO coronavirus pandemic world. world. In which case... Play on. Yeah. My mate, uh, friend of the show, Seb Antony, shout out to him. He's actually... Your mate? Yeah. Well, friend of the show. Yeah. Your mate, my mate, Australia's mate. What do I mean? Uh, mate, he's, he's big on the pun of the dribble, Yeah, mate. yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very prominent. Um, really has a, a liking and a bent or a bent for rom-coms. Yes. That's sort of where he gets a lot of his work yeah, done. Yeah, he does. Uh, film in fun. general, rom-coms, certainly where he comes into his own. Mm. Anyway... He and his missus mm. are keeping diaries, but with, I think they've both got, um, what do they call it? Polaroid cameras. Cute. And so each day, I don't know if they, they don't live together. New relationship, shout out, resurrection cool. complete. Um, but they like independently together, I'm not sure, but they take photos every day and like put it in a page of this book and write down. Thought it was very interesting. Thought that was cool. Again, you know, you're probably too emotional for that sort of thing. Look, I just think that I uh, would open up um, some, some, some pitfalls. Um, 
look, it, you know, I might it might take me to places I don't want to go emotionally. I'm not just sure. Not ready yet. Maybe a maybe, little, maybe a ready. few more days into isolation. Maybe, maybe maybe I need a few more weeks. Point is, in a, in a roundabout way, punters, dribblers, we do arrive at the point. Hard to keep track of time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Is that fair? No, that is. I'm constantly forgetting the days. Yeah. Uh, you know, what's happened? When did we do this? Weekends are meaningless now. I will say this. I will say this. Now, P's and D's, I hope that you're uh, you're on board with, with, with what I'm saying. Otherwise, I'm probably just a lazy fucking piece of shit. But what I've been enjoying, punters and dribblers, is that because I'm in isolation, don't have a commute... Really been enjoying my sleeping. It's mm. got ten out of ten hours of solid sleep. Ten guys. hours. Ten hours. I actually think that might be counterproductive at some point. Too much sleep. No, I look. I can't oversleep. I've found. So okay. I was I was asleep at ten thirty. I was up at eight thirty or oh, eight fifteen. Call it ten. Round me up. <laughs> round me up. Yeah, and definitely. I'm loving it. Yeah. Absolutely loving it. Yeah. Usually I'm up at like six thirty. Go to the other gym, which is fine. Which is fine. Got to do it. But you don't get enough. I don't like have that. to do that anymore. No, you know what I mean. You can do whatever you want. And look, I just feel like if you're not doing that, you should be, because that's one of the luxuries of isolation. There are some. There are some. There positives are some. There, to there, do there isolation. are positive. Hundred percent. There are some positives. Saving money. Saving money. I'm saving shitloads of money yeah. versus what I would usually be saving. Well, some people. I mean, plenty losing jobs and probably not. So you're you're one of the lucky oh, look, ones. Yeah. Look, I'm not trying to take the piss. All no. I'm saying is. When you take away wild weekends, your bank account fattens. You're destined to save coin. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yes. You have you lost your job? Heavy. Heavy. Uh, Look, big job. Big job stimulus package announced today. Hopefully that you can reap some of those rewards. Yes. Um, but you know, obviously you're getting stir crazy, and I am. My missus certainly is uh, looking after our little bundle of joy, Edward. Mm. Um. But who's getting cuter by the day? Getting cuter by the day. I will say that the the degrees at which a human can increase in cuteness, I mm. feel like she's off the charts. Yeah, yeah. And far look, exponential growth. I don't want to be one of those parents. Still a weird thing to say that I'm a parent, but I don't want to be one of those parents who you know talks up their kid because I fa- I've always found them to be annoying types as I've grown into a young adult. Yes. But my child Eddie, at nine weeks of age is already rolling from front to back and back to front. So for 20 parents out there, that's that's a four-month-old movement. Did that's, I see her sitting up? Sitting up. Neck strength, bro. Obviously, I propped her up on the couch, but still, to be able to maintain the position yeah. is, you know, far beyond her years and, you know, really impressing all of her, you know, doctors and contemporaries, <laughs> other babies. <laughs> um, I can't remember what I was doing. Oh, well, in terms of sleep, though, I don't get it. As in, I don't get it. That's one of the things in isolation that haven't changed for me having a baby you still don't get to sleep yeah but you've got a newborn so that's life that's life for yeah, you yeah that wouldn't change ever no unless you were like minted like you used to be and you had an au pair or something yeah right yeah before before the stock market crash of 87 yeah. they <laughs> fucked me up <laughs> um but no but also so my missus meant to have a maternity leave and now she's locked in a house and it's like you know you feel a bit sorry for her i mean obviously everyone's dealing with it but like you got maternity leave, you're thinking, shit, this is, how good is this? I'm going to have a year off to just hang out with my kid and go and do shit. This, oh, that, and the other. Right. And she's just got to fucking hang out in the house with me and yeah. the cat. Yeah. Not how she would have seen it, you know? No. And you don't have a balcony, really. Like, not, no, we've got like a back stairs. Like, like, sort but of, not somewhere where you can flop. You cannot flop. It's not, it's not made for flopping. No, we've put chairs on a you stairwell. You can sit there. You can sit there as long as you want, but you can't, you can't flop. flop there, no. no. Are so you finding tough. that tough? Tough? 
Well, Lack yeah. of outdoor flopping area? Yeah, yeah, definitely. We'll just go for... Because Ella's got flopping. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of flopping to be done. Yeah, yeah, they can, yeah, yeah, yeah I can yeah, flop. You've, you've done well. I can flop. No. Look, the timing couldn't be better for me. Having like... It was supposed to be a short stint, right? Oh, yes. Now, given global pandemic vibes... Yes. Looking to push that out a little bit. Eddie living with his baby girls, his parents-in-laws, right. his in-laws. Yeah. Uh, and a lovely mossman above. Yeah, beautiful. But timing, just perfection for yeah. me. Same with my brother. My brother, he had to move out of his place and he was like, couldn't find a place with a dog. So he's like, I'm just going to fucking spend a couple of weeks at my mum's. Mm. Pandemic kicks in. He keeps calling me and telling me the meals he's having. I'm like, can you fuck off, bro? He's like, oi, dude, just had duck. Oi, you should try the Chardonnay I'm having. I'm like, you son of a yeah, bitch. Yeah, he was telling me the other day when he dropped off some piss from Yuli's Brews. Shout out. Shout out Yuli's Brews. Um, Get Yuli's Brews. Official beer of the podcast. Yep. Uh, they. He was saying he's, he's drinking like $150 bottles of fucking Chardonnay and yeah. shit every day. Yeah, time. yeah, he's living. And then he goes and games in his room like a teenager. I'm like, you're fucking kidding. Another thing that this world, this isolation world has opened up for the P and the D yeah. is the ability to slob about unencumbered yeah. yeah yeah you know what i mean yeah. without fear of uh retribution yeah, without retribution or, or judgment or guilt yeah or guilt self-guilt yeah self-judgment look we all feel a little bit guilty flopping around the house i feel a whole lot less guilty if i'm bounced yeah. i'm like care eh bro fuck off but if it's a sunny day and you're just sitting there doing nothing yeah. you're like i'm wasting my life exactly but now you're allowed to flop it like it's encouraged that you flop yeah and now with these stricter rules they're brought in can't be with no more than one other person if you leave the house unless it's mm. your household. Boys were saying today, people getting fined. Someone was saying in this group chat I'm in today, someone a, a group of like four women, I think, were in a car um, and they all got fined $1,600 each. In the car? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're starting to pull cars over. Do you Holy live together? If not, shit. you're in deep shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not fucking around anymore. No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, that, and you know what? Makes sense. Like, let's all just take it a little serious now. But anyway, whatever. I tell you what I am loving as well is the technological advancements that have allowed us to still, I've still been able to feel like, I've had a night out with the boys basically since I've been in in, in isolation. Mm. And I don't know if you have personally used it, but the punters and the dribbles out there I'm sure have is House Party, mm. the app. Mm. Now I'm living in Bondi, as they say, as if you believe the reports, it's the Wuhan of Australia. So I'm currently in Wuhan. Can't get out. Can't go anywhere. Can't go for a drink. And then this house party app comes out. And there was like eight of us just on a video chat and we got belted the other night. And I think a couple of boys have been putting it, putting in some serious time I, yeah, on I, the house I, party I, I believe people have been putting in work. House party's hilarious. For those that don't know what it is, you can just join other people's conversations if they're not locked. Yeah. Like you'll be having a yarn. Like we're having a yarn the other night and then Listo just dropped just in. Just flopped like, in. Like, I was like, mate, hey, oh, what's yeah. going on? I've, I've flopped into conversations I shouldn't have been in before. I'm like, oh, sorry, get me out of here. House party, mate. So it, I looked into it. I was like, this is like, surely they didn't fucking knock this app up, app up in one second. It was in like they created it, I think April or August last year. There you but then go. they've just rolled into a pandemic. They would have just been going, oh. Well, mate. the pandemic is the only way that this app is not cool. Is, who's is using it, it otherwise? I want to know who's using it. Twelve-year-olds, fourteen-year-olds. That'd be it. Because it's like a little kids app, playing games on there and shit. But now can you play games, dude. You can play Heads Up. You can play Trivia. Yeah, dude. They need to add like poker or something. That's what yeah. That's very millennial shit. Yeah. And by millennial, I mean born in the new millennium. Yes. Not like that's not a gen, what is that Gen Z? Well, let, millennials. Well, no, because we're millennial. But we're not though. Yeah, but we are. 
I always thought millennials was born in the new millennium. No, I think millennial goes back to like 84. 84? That's yeah. ridiculous. They need to sort out those fucking... I think it's more because it's about like the coming things. of age in a technological time. Mm. Again, I've done no research into it. I'm pretty sure that's correct. I though. also wanted to give a shout out, Tommy, if I may, to the streaming services of this country oh. who are standing up to the rigors <laughs> being thrown at them because yeah. the speed's been flawless. It has been flawless. I thought I'm, it was, I'm I thought it was... things about them knocking down the quality, which I wouldn't have. Wouldn't, no. wouldn't have that. 1080p or... Four, if I'm not, if I can't watch the test in 1080p, yeah, or 4K, then, really. Well, then heads are rolling. Yeah, heads are rolling. Uh, it's as simple as that. Because well, in Europe, apparently they're having to whoop, dial it back. Really, back to like 2010 oh, quality. Like 480p oh, or something. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. So spare a thought for the Europeans. <laughs> yeah. Now we really should spare a thought for Italy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. That's crazy. Dialing it back. The fact they can just do that as well. I mean, there'd be an outcry, I think, from sort of all levels of government mm. if the test was streamed at anything other than 4K. Well, I believe it'd be illegal, wouldn't it? There should, there'd, there'd be some sort of government regulation. It'd be written into whatever our equivalent about... You know how they... There's some, I think it's written into government law that you have to show Australian... Like, if the if Australian team sh is playing, you have to be able to watch them when free-to-air. Yeah, but that's sports. actually not... Yeah, some, but not all, because the fucking one-dayers were all behind paywalls. In certain sports, yeah. right? I think similar vibes with the test. Yeah. Can't be streamed at less than, than 4k or 1080, 1080p 1080p yeah which is fair that seems reasonable in this crazy crazy mm. world what, what in while we're on streaming services tiger king if you haven't watched tiger king have Hunters you been in, in isolation then you haven't been in isolation you've been living under a rock or you're in one of the essential services and we thank you very much for your oh look yeah. if you look if you're put in the hard yards in, in our nation. hospitals or in schools or something like that then we thank you uh, we're just saying in your downtime, if you get it, put Tiger King on because you couldn't fucking write. No, it's it, that it, show. Well, mate. it just wouldn't be believable if you wrote it. Yeah, it's ludicrous. This it makes is, sense. It is the weirdest a collection of people in the big tiger game in America. Which I didn't know there was a big tiger There's game. There's more tigers in captive in captive in America than, than anywhere else in the world. They're in a yeah. wild in the wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is depressing. And when you see look, it's a it's it's a weird doco. There are some hilarious moments. There's some dark moments. There's some hilarious moments. I still am always going to hate seeing fucking, like, do you see the bit, the bit, and this isn't giving anything away, but like when they open that fucking uh, van door and there's a snow leopard sitting in there, yeah, and they're yeah, like, you know, it was yeah. like 125 uh, yeah, yeah, degrees yeah. And Fahrenheit. The guy, and the guy goes, oi, isn't that a bit etched? And he's like, no, nah, man. It's he's, like, he's, it was, he's, it was he's acclimatized. He's acclimatized. Yeah, he's just like, they just look so depressed, all those animals. Of course and it just they are, mate. The, the amount of tigers Joe Exotic has. Tell you what, you. it's a Joe Exotic, one of the weirdest characters I've seen. Has two. Everyone seems to be polygamous. He has two husbands. Um, oh, they're all polygamous? Yeah. That other freak's got fucking... He seems like the sussest of all of them. Yeah, yeah, he's strange. The one with the weird name. Yeah, I can't remember his name, but he's got like four or five wives, doesn't he? He's got five wives and a very sus individual. They all are though, aren't Joe they? Joe Exotic's music videos they're, are they're the best the thing stuff of, of legend. Yeah, they're fantastic. I love how he, he drive around his weird state that he lives in Louisiana or whatever it is with a tiger and listening to his own songs. Yeah. <laughs> the guy's a complete freak. But if you haven't watched it, you haven't been in isolation and for that we uh, we you know chastise you greatly. Um, what else did I want to talk about here? Now, I'm not going to name the restaurant. And this is just funny, Punish Dribblers. There's no fucking sport on. So I just, you know, we've got a bloody, you know. We're getting to sport. We are getting to it. But we're starting with the world we live in. Yeah. 
Makes sense. Did you see that the place where we went for Streety's 30th got... Uh, so for those that have listened to the podcast for we won't name at least place, six months, yes. you would remember a, po- a podcast in which we um, laughed about the fact that our dear friend Hamish Street's 30th was at a karaoke Chinese restaurant, but there wasn't much karaoke going on. Someone hugged the mic. It was pretty funny. And the place was one of the biggest shitholes you've ever Well, not to. one of. No. The, probably the biggest it had It had fake wallpaper, and the wallpaper was brick. Like, if you're going to get wallpaper, you get... <laughs> You get something else, but they had brick wallpaper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate, it's the stuff of legend in there. Anyway, they've been done for running an underground MDMA and meth lab. Meth lab. Now, I wanted some clarification because you broke this story, uh, which was great of you. I'm the Danny Widler of the podcast. That's right. But were they making meth underneath the restaurant? I believe it was either underneath or out back. But I mean, like... They, if they weren't, it, if they weren't making meth and MDMA, then I think that's a greater travesty because it was such a shithole. They had to be distracted by something else. They didn't even have soda water there. Steph was pregnant at the time we were there, and I had to go to another place, buy soda water, and bring it back so she could drink something. Yeah, we. And then remember the food? Like there wasn't food. They bought it like a couple of random. It wasn't like mate. We paid whatever we paid ahead. There would have been. I don't. I think I got one spring roll. Yeah, like it was that sort of shit where it was, and it was just, maybe eighty bucks or something. Yeah. Now, it would have been nice to have known what they were doing back then. I will say this, though. I will say this. Look, they've been caught and, you know, time's up, time's run out. Yeah. But they've been there for a long time. Right. So they have actually had a pretty good run. I reckon they've had a great run. Yeah. They would have had that much coin squirreled away. Like, they've been there for 15 years, I reckon. So they've done all right. They would have done fine. Okay. Man. I mean, obviously, lifetime in prison from here is not great, but they've lived it up probably... Well, they've probably had a good 15 years. Yeah, they had a good 15 years. Gone on good holidays. Sure. Made some memories. Is it worth it? Fuck, I don't know. It's hard to know because I haven't been able to make the memories they've made. That's right. So it really depends on sort of how they're spending that money. What Mm. holidays. Mm. Because we're not out here sort of championing the dealing of of prohibited substances. Mm. Far from it. No, God, no. We're just sitting here, a couple of blokes, during a pandemic. Throwing around some ideas. Did they have a good fifteen years or not? That's Where'd what they go? Saying. Where would they have gone? What How would, would they have do? spent the money? If you're in the if you're in the faux spring roll game. Yeah. The pseudo spring roll. Yeah, the pseudo spring roll, if you know what I mean. What do you do? How do you spend your time, your cash? I don't know. Because I mean you you wouldn't want to alert I wonder. I want to know how authorities. much. I want to know how much money. I want to know how much money they were running through that business a year. Like, is someone going? This is the. <laughs> this is the best performing Chinese restaurant in the country. Do they get? Do they get invited to the Chinese restaurant awards every year? Probably, and they're you know in Vegas. What I mean? Like you know, all the real estate agents yeah, they yeah. go to big forums and then they all get clapped and shit because yeah, they yeah. sold the most houses in yeah, the year. Yeah, yeah. It's all fucking pomp. Every industry up. has their every industry night got one. of nights. Well, exactly. We've been invited to the podcast award night, night of, of nights. nights. We, we didn't go. It down. Well, we, we had something. Well, we couldn't be fucked. But the Chinese restaurant game must have one. Yeah. They would have to. They definitely would. A global one. And who knows where to be Because held, why? Because there's obviously, there's a lot of uniformity to them. They all look the same. The decor's <laughs> the same. The spring rolls are the same. You're being racist about Chinese restaurants, dude? I'm just saying, bro, they're all the same, basically. <laughs> not not all the same, but like the the one in the one underneath the Dubbo Golf Club is the same as the one at Narramine, is the same as the one at fucking Bathurst over the road. Well, from I mean, the park. they're Chinese they're all... restaurants, though. No, but they look, they feel the same. It doesn't mean that you can't. 
Why is the decor the same? Why is the vibe the same? Because it's Chinese, dude. No, that's not the fucking reason, mate. All the chairs are identical. You can buy new <laughs> chairs, bro. That's rubbish. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, okay. Look, I hear what you're saying. You I, think that all Chinese No, I'm saying, that, I'm saying a lot of them are very similar. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And if you disagree with me, then you're talking shit. Yeah, okay. No, that's fair. Um, well, look, shout out to them anyway. We won't say the name of the restaurant. Because obviously it's still before the it's in Bondi. Uh, <laughs> karaoke. karaoke was involved. It's now shut down. And seemingly. we didn't get to do any singing. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I feel like that might be. Uh, so we, is, have we arrived? Have we arrived at the end of our non-sports related? Ollie Arch just messaged me, friend of the show. <laughs> just saw some random guy walking around with a Hello Sport corduroy hat. So really? shout out to that guy. Shout out to him. Where's he? Where's he? Where's Ollie living? He's in Bellevue Hill. So he's in the Wuhan of fucking... He's in the Wuhan of Australia with me. Mate, it's tough times in the Wuhan of Australia. I'm telling you. No one seems to give a fuck around Wuhan. And I'm talking about eastern suburbs Wuhan. They just all seem to just get about. You know, well, I mean, I will say this. I think that half the reason that people are just getting about is because it hasn't been... I don't know if the seriousness of the of the situation has been... Well yet. communicated by the government. I mean, they, they're just going I mean? off the numbers, and I think we're all no, p- far like, more of like visual people. Where it's like, I know we're just getting like numbers of the death toll in Italy, and it's going up, and it's going up, and it's going. Up, but like, there is a part of me that thinks people need to almost be visually shocked and scared. Where it's like, this. No, is... I know, I know. But the the thing is that people don't realize how, how exponential growth works. No, it's it's small. It's small for a long time, and then jacks. Yes, as as numbers double mm. to a certain point, right? But with the government coming out being like, okay, now these are, this is what's closed. Salons. And go through, goes through like this weird convoluted fucking list. Like the other night when he goes, shopping centers are closed, um, food courts are closed. Oh, wait, no, shopping centers are yeah, open, food, food courts, courts are, are closed. closed. Like, what are you on about, but, bro? But clothing stores are still open with inside he the shopping center. He should just say, everything's shut. Yes. You can't leave your house unless. Yeah. That's what it should be. These should are be the, the thi- other way These around. are the things that aren't closed. Yeah, yeah. You can only leave your house for this reason. They closed, they, they shut down, hair, they said hairdressers only 30 minutes no more. And then the next day they're like, no, nah, we're, ch- we're changing that. And it's like, what could have happened in 12 hours for you to think, you know what? We were too harsh on the hairdressing industry here. Are hairdressers was still going? Yes. And they were only allowed 30 minutes a session. And then the next well, that day. That seems like a long time. Well, women take four hours, Eddie. Uh, speak to Ella. Well, you just can't get a color, I well, suppose. Well, I'm sure it can't get a color, can't get a tint, can't get a blow wave, you know. I don't know what. Well, how long's a blow wave? I, I haven't had one for ages, mate. I don't even know what a blow wave is. <laughs> Why? I just know there's a blow dryer and wavy hair. A blow wave. That was sort of where Did my mind Did you make that up? Went. Yeah, I just sort of said it. I bought it. Yeah, well, I mean, dude, I almost think it's probably true. You used to cut hair, though, so I'd go with you. Well, I was a hairdresser for a point in time at school, at high school. I used to charge good money, $10 a chop. I could cut your mullet right here, right now. Um, but I do... As to our point about it all being a little bit sort of hard to grasp, when you say hairdressers are only allowed 30 minutes, then you change it. You're like, well, what? What did they change it to? I can't even remember. 20? I think it's just. Did you like, go up or down? I think. Oh, it went up. They blew it out. <laughs> they were like, that was too strict. Well, look, I mean, mate, the 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 women's lobby for coloured hair. Yeah, well, the, blo- the Blow Wave Society. The Blow Wave Society are very powerful. They are. 
rivals the TFU. Well, doesn't, that doesn't look, rivals. Look, the TFU could crush them in an instant. The blow wave society. It's not better around the bush. But the blow wave society do hold some clout, <laughs> Tom. Do hold some clout. Anyway. Um, That's neither here nor there. No. All I'm saying is a little confusing. Numbers are still low relative to the population. So, what, 4,000 into 24 million? That's, I think, what's throwing off people. Yes, because you could have it. And it's also, and I'm, this is coming from nowhere other than me just saying something. Mm. Maybe it's warm at the moment as we get into the no, darker that months. Mean shit. Well, the colder, colder months, it's going to get more susceptible to flu. That's what I'm saying. They think it's going to peak in June. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Right around my birthday. Well, shout out to my auntie, actually, who had a, uh, a, a pandemic birthday on the weekend. Really? Yeah, it's, it's like pretty lonely, I think. Can't really do anything. Can't really celebrate. No. Not fun. No. Well, look, while we're talking pandemic birthdays, maybe this is a good time to do this, Eddie. Um, oh, yeah, look, we Because we do have dribbler dribbles, and we'll get to them, but this is a pandemic birthday-related dribble. So. I will say this, Tom. I will say this. Really gets me going when the dribblets reach out. Driblets reaching out. contrary to popular belief, there is a strong cohort of driblets We're almost there. bigger in the driblet community. And I mean, that's saying something. It's saying a lot. It's saying a lot. There's plenty of driblets out there. Don't you be fooled. Now, so this one is from Bianca. Now, I don't know whether she intended for me to read out the entire inbox. I think read it out. But I have to because it speaks of us in impossibly glowing terms. No, no, no. Read it out. Yeah. Okay. Don't you dare not read it out. <laughs> Dear HSP boys, I'm a proud driblet and a long-time listener of the show. I wanted to write in and thank you for two things. One, being such a deeply amusing and accessible sports podcast. I live in a super rural location and have spent a lot of time in the car and during many a sports broadcast and podcast with my dear partner. Then HSP came along and changed everything because I genuinely love it. Point two. Providing me with such uh, memorable and well-articulated yarns, I can basically quote verbatim at a pub during sports chats with men and have them think I'm across all the codes and hilarious at the same time, in brackets. Though this is getting tougher uh, to get away with as, you're, as you skyrocket towards extreme fame. She's just absolutely nailing this here. It's, uh, well, it's, I mean, point after point, it's, it's just yeah, spot it, on. It's spot on. So thanks for that. You two are excellent. I mean... Look, your word's not ours, but we'll take it. Oh, we'll take it. Um, uh, who's knocking back an excellent? Yeah, exactly. So, she continues here. Also, I do have a bit of a, an ulterior motive. Now, maybe she was buttering us up there, but I don't know. I think it was all honesty, and then no, now she's just look, coming I through. Can, with... I, can, I can smell a buttering a mile away. That, that, was, was, that was good, honest that, work. That was honest chat from her. Also, I do have a bit of an ulterior motive here. I wondered if you could please do a happy birthday shout-out to my main man, Toby, as we celebrate in solitude this week. He's a big fan of the show. And guards his blue corduroy with his life. He's an absolute tragic, big-time punter and dribbler, and in my eyes, an eternal throbber. That's oh, that's beautiful. That's sweet. That is beautiful. Isn't that nice? That's really nice. Imagine being called an eternal throbber by your, your lady. That's fantastic. There will be a distinct lack of bouncing out this weekend, which I know will make him sad, so hopefully it'll get him some... Hopefully if he gets some love from you two, it may put a bit of a pep in his step. No party at the Dolphin Palace, but a joyous moment for him. Well, consider your step pepped, baby. Yeah, so she says here, HB and much love to you, Tobes, for this Wednesday the 1st. Your girl, Beza. Thanks heaps, lads. Love your work. Rosé soon, Bianca. Well, happy birthday, Tobes, from us, from the interns. Happy birthday to you, mate. From all the P's and D's, and obviously from your your eternal driblet. Oh, that, mate, look, 
In terms of birthday presents, it's got to be right up there. It's got to be, especially during a pandemic where the world doesn't make sense. It will. Exactly. You turn to us for things that make sense, and now we're talking to you, Toby. I want. I don't but know. You know how what? You know. Are, but... I mean, look. It's just another timely reminder of what endures during a pandemic. That's love and blue corduroy and dribble and yarn. Yeah, that's what it's. That's what. That's what's left, baby. Yeah, that's all. When that's you left. take away our sport, when you take away our our freedom, all that's left is love, blue corduroy, dribbling yarn. Yeah. Let's talk rugby league. Yeah. Now, lot of like, just I mean, fuck, I don't know who's writing these these news articles or who's given clearance to what's published and what isn't, but lot of information around what's happening, what's going on. NRL stealing money out of retirement funds. They're talking yeah. about uni- they're talking about uniform pay payment next year for every player in the comp at hundred grand. Like all these wild fucking yarns. Well, how about like, 80, what's going on? How about an eighty-seven percent pay cut for this year? And then I think maybe it's been negotiated to seventy-five percent. But like that is fucking absurd. Mate, well, Friendy's back. He's on the he's, he's on the tools. He's on the tools. I think Victor Radley's Victor on the Radley's tools. Victor Radley's on the tools. The Newcastle Knights coach is on the tools. Like that's all you. But also, what's crazy is like having to go and find a job in a market where jo- there aren't any jobs. Mm. Like it's basically on the tools. Or new, or you know, new start almost. Yeah, that's it, right? Crazy. But it's just a, it's completely ridiculous. And they'd all have like investments or things they're paying off as well. And it's just like I, I tell you what, I tell you what. Oh, mate. Well, mate, mate. If you're on like four or five hundred grand, right? Good money. You'd have a, bad blokes that have mortgages. Yeah, who's paying that now, mate? That's it. And also, the there's the scat thing about the what's the allegations being thrown around about. You know, there's meant to be. I think that the NRL's taken ten million out of his players' retirement fund. That the NRL uh, HQ are spending five hundred grand a day on and like that is operations. Af- that's after. That doesn't include money that goes to, to clubs, by the way. Peter no, Jones. no, that's just on like operational grand. shit. Yeah, yeah. Mate, they've got four times the staff of the EPL. Right. It's just ridiculous, right? Like, what but is can going you imagine, on? But can you imagine what this is going to do to player confidence in the NRL? Like, when this competition, if this competition starts back up again, some players might just be like, fuck you, and I'm going overseas. Because all their contracts will be, you would assume, they would be able to get out of them. I don't think there's more. There's no money overseas, bro. I'm saying if there, if all these competitions, you're, I'm just saying if you're, say the NRL folds, yeah, there are competitions overseas that won't fold. Well, the NRL is not going to fold; its clubs will fold. Well, that too. But if you're, but if you, but if the NRL is going, oh, we're paying every player a hundred grand as of next year. Well, like and these I mean, clubs have folded. But that's my point. That's my point, right? That's my point. Is that what is that? Who said that? You know, that's the in times like this when people are inside by themselves. There's a lot of fucking time. Hullabaloo. To, there's a lot of time to make up shit, right? Well, yeah. So I don't know what's true. That's no, what that's I'm yeah. I don't know what's like, true. There's a lot going on. It just sounds ludicrous to me that that could be an option. I don't think it sounds ludicrous. When the tide goes out, Eddie, my new favorite saying, and I believe Fox Sports stole it off us at one point this week. Of course they did. Uh, but when the tide goes out, you see who's swimming nude. And I don't think there's ever been anyone more nude than the NRL right now. Oh, they're so nude. It's they are so nude. Pubes it's, shaved. It's, oh, mate. It's it's shocking how nude they are. They're nude and bald like, downstairs. And you, just, and you just say, you just ask yourself, what's been happening over there? You know what I mean? The AFL, those fuckers, they bought Marble Stadium in 2016, not that long ago. Yeah. Do you all the numbers? Pretty sure they're right. If not, fucking whatever. whatever. I couldn't care less. 
been valued a billion dollars now. So that's what they're using um, as, so they, collateral. as collateral to borrow, borrow against. So they've borrowed $500 million from the bank, but that's collateral. If shit goes south, sell the stadium, right? They've got an out. The NRL's got fuck all, mate. They've got nothing. They've got fuck all. And it's got to the point now where in the last week, people are going, oh, Manly's fucked. You know, Sharks are fucked. Now they're, st- now they're starting to go, oh, hang on. Actually, actually, the clubs that are backed by leagues clubs that could be closed for the next three, four, five months, they're actually more exposed than anyone. Yes. They're, because that's where they're getting their money Because they pay for it. Yeah. Like, you know, Manly as an example, the... The Penn family tip in a million dollars a year anyway for the love of the club, for the love of the game, for the love of the man Seagull, yeah, yeah, yeah. for the love of the peninsula, babes, rings, glory, whatever they're saying. Desi's head, beaches, babes, rings, glory. That's right. Now, feasibly, I think I don't think it's too unbelievable to assume that given tough times, times we've never seen before, Tom, that the Penn family turn around and do what's right. And, and pump, kick in some and more kick cash. And kick in some more cash. Float this thing. They're floating it every year <laughs> anyway. Do you know what, what I mean? Yeah, what's what are they get, mate, why, fucking what, why spend all that money year after year yeah. if not for the love of the game and the love of the club? At the very in, least, just float the boys. You but know? in a time of pandemic, in a time of need, yeah. I think you can, we can lean as a collective on, the, on pens the pens to do what's right. I think so. I'd like to think so, Eddie. Now, do we know how hard they've been hit by the stock market? <laughs> not important. <laughs> it's not. What's important is the survival of the club, having yeah. a club from here to, to Newcastle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, all I'm saying is a lot of un- unease, a lot of uncertainty. Todd's gone home. Todd, is Todd gone home? Todd's, Todd's, Leave without pay, I thought. I thought Todd would still have to be trying to sort this shit out, but well, not being paid for it. Surely. Well, then just say, I'm not getting paid, I'm working. Yeah. The way it was phrased made me think Todd's gone home, put the feet up. I don't know. It could be wrong. Surely not. Then why phrase it that way? I don't Again, know. Again, a lot of misinformation. Yeah, Fox Sports, like, obviously they've cut costs because well, whoever's bro, running that shit show at the moment. Dude, every me, dude. cost imaginable. They've had, they've sacked everyone or ever, like, what I tell you who's the the people the the who's people left? the staff Matty are, Johns no 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 none of those guys mate Fox with all those with their league team and shit they've basically got league shows on every day where they just sort of will get except it's kind of like live podcasts so they just get everyone sits in the Matty Johns show mm. podcast room where he does it yeah and then it's, so it's like you know the professor and Barney the 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 funniest guys on television and um someone else like Hannah Hollis and they'll be in there and they'll do an hour or two and then. Dan Ganane and Michael Ennis and Braith and Astro will be in there and they'll be doing it. And they're all, a lot of it's like they're doing FaceTimes with stars as they get home. Now that's great. I don't know how long that's got legs for if we just go into the deep, dark recesses of a season and there's no yarns and there's no, like but this is the first round. When we say deep, dark punters, dribblers, we're talking June, July. Well, brother, we've got a, we've got like four more days, five more days of daylight savings. And then it's going to get interesting. And then it's going to get and I got up. I, I, went, I went to the toilet this morning at 6.30. It was pitch Black dude, I've been getting up at five, five thirty-six because of the the young one, mm. and I'm like, what's going on here? Like, pitch black, pitch black, pitch black. We digress. We do, but anyway, so like Fox is they're doing Fox League at least are doing their best to keep content rolling through, but their writers, and again, I'm not knocking them here. It is all they can do, and it's sort of interesting to see. But like all their stories are like, oh, I saw one today where it was like. Oh, what game was it that Michael Jordan remembers playing against some player from like his biggest rivalry that no one knew about? Or like, 
oh, you know, this, the, the horse race you've, you've never heard of. And it's like a guy who's like, it's like long distance horse racing for like mountains or some shit. They're just doing whatever they can. It's all mainly retrospective stories. Like the only reason Steve Smith no longer being a captain is a story. Or sorry, being eligible to be captain against a story is because there's nothing else going on. Because Tim Payne just got us the ashes back. So we're not fucking... And anyone that's watched the test knows who the skipper is. Tim Payne is our skipper and will remain until he feels like it or until his form falls. Mate, I was reading an article the other day. It said 10 best cricket grounds... Or the cricket grounds in Australia ranked. Fucking whatever. Seven through one. Whatever it is. Number one, Adelaide Oval, for a variety of reasons, whatever, play on. Like, it doesn't really bother no. me. MCG was two. I think they had the SCG at six. Something ludicrous. Yeah, right. Well, anyway, it's obviously a Melbourne person's written. Of course. A couple of days later... They rank world cricket stadiums, right? And SCG, there's two Australian stadiums in the top 10. I think the SCG's seventh and then the MCG's first. And I'm like, hang on. It wasn't even first in your Australian list. And now it's first in the world. And they referenced the old list in the article. I'm right. like, this is Bush League, this, Yeah, this is pandemic journalism though, right? What is going on? Well, it's look, I think it's everyone just going, fuck. We are in such deep shit here. We're a sports website and we got nothing to talk about. It's like about. me saying, it's like me saying, um, Boyd Cordner, greatest chin in world sport, right? And then, then doing in, on, his Austra- on his Australian list, not even, not even rating a mention. No. The fact that they referenced the other story makes it weirder because if it was maybe just two different writers who had the same mediocre idea and then, you know, just didn't cross reference with each other. That would be a little more understandable, and that would speak to pandemic journalism, where it's a shit show and everyone's wigging out. But the fact they reference just seems like it was bad. All I'm saying is, it's it's further evidence at the deterioration of the once great, once powerful Fox Sports media, uh, sort of like news arm. Yes, the news arm. I'm not I'm not sitting here knocking the Fox League side. No, baby. No, that's, no, 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 no. That's, that's good to go. Yes, I'm talking the news side. Which used to be loud and proud. Well, the problem is, is and then it went to Sky, didn't it? That was the TV. That was the station, Fox Sports News, the TV station. That's which now took Sky. a hit as well. Yo, mate, they got rid of fucking producers and, and on-air staff. Like, I saw it all over Twitter. It's it's scat. Everyone's going through it though. But like, it was you're seeing how many people are getting shafted. But it's more about for me. I don't think necessarily Fox Sports News, the news arms taken has. It hasn't taken a dive necessarily because it's now just a piece of shit. It's because we're in pandemic times and there's no sport to talk about. You and I, Eddie, hosted the top-ranking sports podcast podcast in the world. Look it up. But look we, it up. We we are we yeah we talk sports sports in our name, but we also don't talk sport. We also dribble. Lot. We and, dribble and yarn. We like to pivot to all manner of things, and that's what keeps you flexible in pandemic times. Mm. Don't fucking. You've got to stay limber, punters and dribblers. You never know when you'll need limber. That's what you need to be in pandemic times. Now, back to back to rugby league. Like, Peter Vlandy's rugby league, he, he, thinks, he thinks we're coming back, which is great. He thinks that there'll be rugby league on this season, which is great. I don't think there'll be crowds. But I'm just starting to think, well, but what does the future look like for the game that we love, like, are we is are we honestly gonna lose teams? Because that'd be really etch. I wouldn't like that. No, I wouldn't. The only either. thing I will allow, Tom, I will allow this a team to be moved, and this seems like a pretty good time to be doing that. Moving another one to Brisbane. Sure, I think that a t- you, we could very easily lose a team. 
or two. The thing is, I mean... They're talking about four. maybe 10 teams next year. Yeah, well, 10 to 12, I heard they were talking about. And look, I would not like to see that. I, and look, if Manly goes, uh, that'll. I'm not even going to talk about that or entertain that. Let's just say if teams go, there is a positive in that the you would assume competition will... Like, the quality of footy might get better. Would because have to. It would have to. you got to stack fucking it would have to. players, right? You would assume. Then maybe you might see a slight improvement in the fortunes of Australian rugby because the leftover chaff, if you will, from the wheat bag will maybe blow over to Rugby Union and they can bolster those stocks. Mm. They, they will have gone domestic by that point. That's fine. We go domestic. We th- we, we, we with, sharpen with, steel. With left, yeah. Steel on steel, we sharpen ourselves. No, no problem. Sharpen our own pencils. No problem. And then we take ourselves to the world they don't know what to expect. There's always a silver lining, Tom. There's always a silver lining. I tell you what I found shocking was that mid-pandemic vibe, mid-conversations um, around uniform payment next year and losing clubs and you, you can fucking you can forget about $9.8 million salary caps. They're a thing of the past. Mm. I mean, the fact that Ben Hunt's on a million one, million two is just the crazy, a, a sign of how crazy things have become. And they're sort of, their yarns I'll get around. I yeah. Go, okay, I can see merit in that. Yeah, yeah sure. I mean, yeah. Ben Hunt's not a one-two, he's not a one-two player. No, no way. But he's worth what he, he's worth what you're prepared to pay I for. I know, but, I'm, but they're just saying things have lost their way. Like, yeah. instead of putting money back into, you know, your club, say, you're spending all of it on a mediocre halfback. Now, during all this conversation... Tyson Brazil turns around and signs a fucking two and a half, what was it, like $750,000 a year contract at Newcastle. And yes. I'm like, hang on, where's that money coming from? What salary cap are we referencing no, here? So and is this, is this good timing, he, Tyson? No, no, not Tyson's fault. Tyson, I think, was like upset about it. So no, he, I know, I saw that. But he, he basically, I think that was the Dragons being salty that he turned him down. And then they, oh, they leaked they it. Leaked it. Uh... So then the Knights had to announce it. Then Tyson's like, look. I fucking agreed to it, but that was pre-pandemic, right? So what I've been signed for, all this other shit, he's like, there's a lot more important stuff going on. There's a lot more important conversations oh, so going on. all of this was pre-pandemic? I think the decision might have been pre-pandemic, and Tyson wanted to keep his powder dry for a little while, maybe get the season underway, and then, you know, but then obviously all this shit happened, and the Dragons, salty as I believe they were, leaked it. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Sometimes you need a little context. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, but, mate, it's an interesting one. It's an interesting one. The fact that, like, 87% pay cut is so huge. Didn't you just say it was 75%? Yeah, sorry, it was, but then they argued to get it to 75 the Players Association, I believe. That's they, just impossibly huge. Is that for this season or for the weeks we're not playing? This season. Because they assume it's they're not going to fucking play, right? Well, and then, well, I mean, they might. But then the other thing was, you know, poor old NRL's going, well, listen, if we come back in 10 weeks, we can finish the season on the 20th of December. And Channel 9 was like, listen, listen, listen. Oi. You're not getting the same money, mate. If that's when the season's being played, we're competing against all this other stuff. It's a different dynamic. They reckon crowd numbers and viewership will be down. They want to renegotiate for, for, the whole deal. For, for, exactly. They're like, mate, it's not happening. 
It's chaos yeah, out there on the streets, is. mate. And even Fox want to renegotiate. Could you imagine the stress? Oh my god, you can on forget all about fucking it. Fronts. You can forget about it. Apparently, Daily Cherry Evans was like, it was one of thirty players that sort of smashed the NRL yeah. today. Being like, where's that money that you took out of our retirement fund? What the fuck happened there? But I don't know. You're spending 500 grand a day on what? Because they didn't see this. Like, obviously, you can't see a pandemic idiots. coming, right? But they, they, it's like they're spending like yeah. But like, it's like, like they talk about players. It's like right? not having insurance. It's like it's like not having fucking fire insurance. Yeah, but the irony is that they would always talk about young NRL players getting too much money, too young. They need to be taught how to manage it. They need to be taught how to do this, how to yeah, do that. Right, yeah, you save know, your money, save rainy your day. Money, you know, rainy day, all that sort of shit. Yet the whole time they're saying that. You know, you've got to have a trade before, you know, you, if you're in the under-20s, you've got to be learning a trade. You've got to be doing all worthy causes. But as they speak to you about being smart with your money, they're off taking money out of retirement funds to bloody fund this and fund that, this, that, that. And now, when that rainy day comes a-raining... Which they always do. Ra- it There's will always, rain. It, it'll always rain. It'll always rain. Yes, you can go through big droughts, big, big droughts, but it will always rain. Yeah. Mate, the Sahara wasn't always the Sahara. It wasn't. And it, the it, Sahara, and it, it won't always be the Sahara. That's right, mate. That is correct. Rains are coming to the Sahara whether you like it or yeah, not. Yeah. Whether your business is in the Sahara staying sandy or not, I give you the hottest tip in town. Prepare for it to not be <laughs> yes. sandy anymore at some point. That's all we're saying. The Sahara will, it will be sandless <laughs> once more. It will be wet, punters. <laughs> that's what we're saying. So, much like the Sahara and its impending wetness, time, Rug- time unknown. Yeah, time p- pending. It, the rugby league was always going to get rained on. Yeah. It was all about whether they had an umbrella or not. What was the umbrella like? Was it big enough? Was it full of holes? Or did they turns have one out, of those Queenslander, you know, up on poles? Yeah. Was it on stilts? And turns out they didn't have an umbrella at all. Didn't have sandbags, didn't have stilts. They no had umbrellas. fuck all. Nothing. And it's, and it's, and it's a fucking... Typhoon. Yeah, and holes in the boats. So yep. it's sinking and it's sinking fast. So where does this leave the great game? I don't know. The greatest game of all, some say. I have got no clue. No. I would be surprised if they're playing before July. They won't be. I just said I'd be surprised. No, I know. I'm just saying. Like, Tasmania's just... You're, conv- you're convinced the season's done. Yeah. I think there's footy to be played. I reckon they might play Origin. Just try and get some money. I think I think there's footy. I think there's footy in this in this calendar year. I would love I it. I think there needs to Could be. you imagine what it would do for our spirits if, like, nothing happens, no footy, no this, and then just out of nowhere they go, Origin's on, though. Can I say something? Can I say something? You can. I'm the rugby le- I'm I'm the NRL, right? Yep. And I know that we are fucked. Yep. And I need a good news story and I need some money. I'm going, oi, Freddie, pick an origin squad. You can pick 18 blokes, 20 blokes, right? Then you get in, you're going into quarantine for two weeks and then you start training and then you're playing, we're playing origins three in a row, week after week after week, and no one's leaving the camps and that's it. Tell me, tell me why that doesn't work. Tell me that, why that doesn't work. I think work. it does work. How does that... But tell me why that wouldn't happen. I think it might happen. It has to happen. It has to happen. Because there's no other reason for it not to. No, you can basically just go, all right, boys, we've got an origin coming up. Make sure you're still training at home, doing whatever you do. And then we're, it's origin time. Quarantine for two weeks as well. So then you then you sweep. Yep. You're good to go. Yep. And then you train for two weeks. And then it's game time, game time, game time. 
You'd be fucking mad. I'll tell you the only it. problem is in it, if they invest all this money in getting it going off the ground, da, 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 and then for whatever reason, someone doesn't wipe down a surface and one of the players catches the COVID. And then I it's think like, be, I think it can be managed. I think it can be managed. It can be managed. Of course it can be managed. I'm saying all it takes is someone not to wipe down a surface and someone catches a case of that Curtis Rona and then you've but got like, to put all this money into fucking origin and then you've got to call it off. Just, I'd almost say, listen, if in-house, yeah, but I someone gets need, coronavirus, it even, shut it the fuck up. But it doesn't even need to... Yeah, exactly. And it doesn't even need to be that overproduced. It's just, we're playing footy down at fucking... Number one oval in Dubbo, send the cameras down. There's send no the one watching. Down. Doesn't no matter where come. you play it. Get the Utes out. I wouldn't play it in a stadium. I'd I'd be playing it like out in a park somewhere. Get it like just well, the but narrative you're, yeah, of it. but you want to have you want to have probably TV and broadcast crews there, so you'd need a stadium. You couldn't just have oh, okay because they've got the existing infrastructure. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. sure, but makes a lot of sense. Yeah, to me, it'd be cool. It'd be cool. Anyway, look, I don't know if there's anything else in the rugby league world for us to be able to divulge. Or to uh, dissect Eddie. Well, I, well, but I think that's a nice place for us as punters and dribblers to to leave rugby league yeah. with the with the thought that yeah, I think it's almost certain that we get Origin footy this year. Yeah, based on what I've just said. Based on you know sort of the way we've been able. Based to on logic and logic alone, yeah. we will see Origin footy this year. New South Wales will win. Now, I was excited to see Eddie in a week where sport globally universally from galaxy to galaxy seemingly cancelled yeah i don't think anyone could have predicted that in this time of of universal cancellation of sport that we would see the 100 meter record broken look i and i'll be honest i have always kept an eye on the athletics world always have always been fascinated or drawn to numbers you know 100 meters 400 meters hurdles fucking whatever it is right I'm into it. Well, there's just nice definitions of, it's, of greatness. It's, it's, of the it's greatest 100%. ever. And I and you know, people always said you say There's no Bolt, opinion, right? It's not no, about it's no, not opinion based. Fact. Yeah. It's fact. Now, Usain Bolt, obviously three Olympic golds in the hundred and two hundred, and then one of his relays was stupid care In the in the ones and twos he went three, 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 right? World records in both. He's like nine point five six, I think, that he ran in Berlin two thousand and nine. I was like, that's not going to get beaten, ever. Mm. I was wrong. Yeah, we were. We all were wrong. We thought that was the fastest ever until, and I mean, you, you never know who's going to do it. I probably would have picked someone from Jamaica or something like that, but it was... Well, you know, I mean, you look, you know what? Who know, it, it can come from anywhere. It can, and this time it has, and it's none other than 90s pop icon Britney Spears. <laughs> it was 9.58 as well, Punch Dribbles. I know some of you would have pulled me off on that. Yeah. Uh, Britney Spears. So some of you may have seen, we shared it on our social media. I think she's since deleted, I think maybe because she's humble, but she certainly had it up on her Instagram. Uh, and the caption read, it was a picture of her stopwatch on her phone and it was 5.97 seconds. Which is lightning. Co- lightning oh, that's, oh, that's just... Well, you know, well, to be honest, I didn't know what it was. I was like, well, what's this number for? Could have been anything. Yeah. Then she wrote as her caption, ran my first five. Getting over your fear of pushing it in the beginning is key. Once I did this, I hit five. Usually I run six or seven. My first try was nine. And now I did it. Woo, 100 meter dash. So she's broken. Not only the record, she's beaten it by four seconds. Yeah. 
Well, yeah. Almost. Almost. Three three and a three and a three and a good chance. Three and a three and change. Three and plenty of change. Three and plenty of change there. Look it's just one of those examples where if you apply yourself, right, and you dig deep and you push yourself to your to your, to your very limits. I mean anything's, anything's possible. possible. And Britney is evidence of that. Well, she's done it all in in music. I don't see any reason to discredit that time. Well, why would you? Exactly. What are you saying? I mean, unless you're calling Britney an unhinged liar already. Which I'm not. I'm not prepared to And do what that. you and I know how accurate those stopwatches are on phones. They're well, very... You hit it, it starts. You hit Man, it, it stops. You can get it into within a couple of mils. Yeah. and I'm, But also, like, why would you have it if it didn't work? But look, as a pop icon, like you say, world famous pop yeah. icon who's obliterated the charts over a decade at least. A decade, Eddie? Since the 90s. He, can you hit me, baby, one more time? Was what? Not... What year did Hit Me Baby One More Time come out? I think that's important. 2001. Bro, I'm saying 98. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm Hit just saying big three. Hit Me different. Baby. Well, one's the 90s. And one's the 2000s. What year did that release? 98. Nice. That was pretty good. And, I mean, look. Growing up, she was, for us, one of the... Hottest chicks in the world. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. Sultry, gorgeous. We were younger than her, so it's not weird that we're retrospectively fawning over her. Um, unfortunately, Brittany, I, I think, Eddie, and I haven't looked too much into this, and maybe I should have, but I have a life to live. Brittany, I believe, has come... Well, like, you know, she's had her struggles mentally yeah. over the years. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's fair to say. That's fair to say, but I think there was, like, rumors going around that, like, she's being held captive by her old man. Currently. Currently. And he controls her and controls everything and controls. What? Maybe that's how she got so fast. Maybe. Punters and Dribblers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day, the fastest selling multivitamin of all time. Do I have data to back that up? No, I don't. That's a vibe-based thing. Big shout out to the, the dribblers that are already uh, on it. It's it's changing lives. I think 207 reviews, five star, all of them at begoodhealth.com.au. If you need... Uh, to hear it straight from the dribbler's mouth, go and read them because it's been described multiple times as life-changing. As we explained last week, we are currently uh, taking pre-orders only as we are out of stock because it's sold way quicker than anyone could have possibly expected, which we fucking love you all for. We are taking pre-orders. It'll be back in stock later this month. And if you are a subscriber, you will be getting the goods you have not been forgotten about. Begoodhealth.com.au, code dribbler for 20% off. We love ya. Punters and Dribblers, the podcast is always brought to you by the betting platform of choice over here, and that is Neds. Neds, baby. Neds. That's it. Number one in Australia, in our opinion, nay the world, nay the universe. Nay, the multiverse. Now, if you want to follow Tom and I and our mate Guru and our mate Sebo, I mean, I think Tobler's on there, but who cares about that? The Profiles tab, Ed, it's uh, an innovation by Neds where you can go and you can see what people are betting on. It is essentially accountability in app form. Well, it's accountability personified. Correct. Uh, there's also obviously the About Even group in there where everyone's sharing their own bets giving each other shit, 
having a laugh, having a chuckle, having a Paul Rahihi. That's a rugby league reference that some may not get. But no, I may. liked it. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Bye, a six-pack of Big Day Rosé at hellosport.shop. What are we doing month of May? Because we are working our way through the remainder of the, uh, the most recent vintage. Got a couple left that we want to get rid of before we then turn all of our attention to the end of the year. Just feeling generous, Tom. We're feeling generous, and it's, a t- it's, it's sale time. We just thought, fuck it. If you buy a case and you use the code MANLY, you get 50 bucks off the case. If you, you buy go. two cases, you get 100 bucks off. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say? Go to hellosport.shop. Bang, Rosé on there, code manly, 50 bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. But we love the punter and we love the dribbler. And we're just like, let's get this vintage out there to the people that yeah. want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. Well, that's what, mate, look, it could be like a Yelena Dokic vibe. Yelena Dokic, uh, Bernard Tomic. I'm just going to try here. Britney Spears' dad. What's your favourite Britney Spears song? Hit me, baby, one more time. Yeah. What about, um, I mean, there's Oops, I Did It Again. Oops, I did what about, it again. What about, she's so lucky. She's a star. Da, 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 da. Nah. Does that ring any bells? No. Nah. No, nah, I like that one growing up. <laughs> Britney Spears, dad. What about Toxic? She looked hot in Toxic. Toxic's a great Toxic's song. Toxic's a banger. Toxic actually came on the other night on the radio and I loved it. Toxic's a banger. Yeah. That's an unquestionable banger. Yeah. And the video clip too. Controlling her. Yeah, it's a fucking ripper song. She looks good there too, bro. Look. Oh, ad. Fuck. I think she might have looked hottest in this. It's a fucking good song. Look at this. Track, dude. I think this might be my favorite. You thought she was nude in the video clip as a young, younger gentleman. I like that she's uh, an air hostess. The whole, look, the whole thing's classy from top to bottom. It's class. Ooh. Spools the champagne on the crotch. Gets a nice You couldn't get down. away with that in twenty in 2020. Uh, unless you Britney. Oh, uh, Britney probably could, maybe. She's got the cred. Yeah, it's true. She's got the runs on the board. Yeah. And now that she's also the world record holder for the 100 metres. If anyone's getting away with a crotch grab, it's, it's Britney. Oh, Jesus. Your toxic hands again or not? Anyway, just anyway. thought it was important, Tom. Look, I couldn't find anything about her old man keeping her hostage, so that could be a Dior for the punters, dribblers. And look, look, punters, dribblers. If you're in, maybe if you're a neighbour, maybe if you know the old man personally, just look over the you back fence, shred, and you could shred some light on this. Please do pop um, your head over the back fence and just see. Yeah, check in on her. But I just wanted to say on on behalf of the podcast, congratulations to Brittany. That's a hell of a time. That's a hell of a run. That's a hell of a run. I don't know. I can't see that being beaten unless unless Brittany does it. And look, I mean, I don't know what your plans are for 2021, but it'd it'd be great to see you at Tokyo. Well, the Olympics have been put off now. So, I mean, I feel like there's a a reasonable chance that she could be called up to both the men's and the women's. 
Well, it'd be good to see a woman win the man. Yeah. I mean, because you're seeing a lot of men win women's sports. <laughs> more and more. More and more. More and more. And if they keep going down the little path they're, they're going down, it'll be only men winning yeah. women's we'll, events. We'll be taking it all out. <laughs> um, now, this was interesting. So, obviously, every fucking sport is going through their troubles, right? Yeah. But the A-League, and the A-League's no different. So, the Perth Glory owner has just stood down his entire team without pay. Yeah. And all the staff. He just stood them all down. He's going, no, nah, this is what's going on. We're in a pandemic. Tough titties. Even though the season doesn't start to what? Well, the season was just called off. Yeah, but it, but it was already over, right? For Perth. They weren't even in the final. Oh, do they win? I think that he was about to send them flying around mid-pandemic and then the season got called off and then it was like... Perth won. The fucking thing didn't finish, mate. Yeah, because Sydney forfeited the no, final. that's NBL. Oh, you're talking about A-League, bruh. Sorry, mate. Start again. So, A-League, Perth Glory. Yeah. The owner has stood them all down without pay Mm. after the season was cancelled. But before that, was happy for them to fly during pandemics to go around and try and play and, you know, uh, putting them at risk. Anyway. Who's the owner? uh, Tony Sage. Okay. So Tony, the, an article went up on a punter and a dribbler sent us this, and I can't remember. He put it on the punters and dribblers Facebook page, of which, if you aren't part of that community yet, you're a fucking loser. And what are we on? On the round eight, I think. Sweet. Um, but he basically this article was on. Um, I can't remember the punter dribbler who sent it to us, and the uh, it was SBS the World Game on Facebook. Sure, sure. And it was a. We're a, all good football. We're all good football yarns are told, and where I'm constantly perusing it's you know it's uh it's pages so they put up the article perth glory owner stands down team and staff then um yeah so it stands down team and staff and then on the facebook article like in the comments section tony who i assume must have a burner account has accidentally left a comment from his personal account but it was talking like it was a burner like it wasn't him, right? Yes. So here's what he said. And unfortunately, it, it comes up as Tony Sage with a picture of him. And then he goes, Hey, Tony, thinking of you, Lucy, and the family daily. I know you've been overwhelmed with messages, so I don't know whether you will get to read this. But I'm devastated for you and the club for what was meant to be an amazing ACL experience for us and the players. The most important thing, however, is everyone's health and well-being. We're survivors, you and I. Having survived open heart surgery, I'm determined to survive this. Take care of yourself, Tony. All of this will pass, and we'll be strong again in no time. Lots of love, Ellen. <laughs> Isn't that the most A-League thing? Tony! Ever? His burner account is Ellen. Yeah, and then everyone kept commenting underneath it going... And he didn't realise or delete it. Well, it was on there when, I, when this guy had sent it to us, and then I went and it was still there. It was like 11 hours after. But then, like, everyone was going and commenting, so you'd comment and be like, G'day, Eddie. Eddie here. <laughs> just wanted to make sure you're doing well. Just want to send you my best. Da, 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 da. And he was just getting absolutely roasted. But I thought that was... <laughs> that is impossibly A-League. Impossibly A-League. What this a weird, what a weird thing A-League. to say. I survived open-heart surgery? Bro, but that's what the burner world's like. You've got to go... What, what In the burner world, it's like you've got to try and make it seem convincing, right? So you go and just say this shit. When you see anyone that gets caught out for having burners, 
The burner world's a fucking crazy world. It's bro. a crazy world, and I've had I've seen a couple of sort of like stories of people getting done. I mean, Kevin Durant got done with a burner. I think that uh, rugby league journo who's on NRL three six all the time and always looks like he's depressed and far too passionate. Not Kenty. Um, Crawley. Oh yeah, Stephen Crawley. Steve Crawley, or um, and he I think got caught having a burner. Couple other people, but in the media world, burners are—you would be—I think you'd be shocked at the amount of cunts that have burners because everyone rips on fucking media people all the time. Mate, I wouldn't—I wouldn't be shocked at how many of them have burners. In no, fact, you wouldn't I be would shocked. assume that they would have multiple. Yeah, burners. you wouldn't be shocked. It's embarrassing. But that—they're the—they're the sort of people that would have one. Of course, because it's like they're super self-conscious. Yeah, and they're weird. Most of them would love a job. <laughs> still hashtag still looking for work um what do you think of uh andrew gaze's tiktok mate i didn't think it was possible to encapsulate the mbl in one video yeah if tony sage got a league in one comment yeah gaze got it it got the mbl in one if you league. haven't seen it punters dribblers go and just andrew gaze tiktok it is i'll go to our instagram at hello sport podcast i watched it i probably watched it 10 times yeah i can't look away no and, and then, yet also it hurts. But then look. I and then what I've done as well is I've gone through each individual family member and watched their performance in their yeah. in its entirety and it's it's unbelievable. Yeah, so basically if you haven't seen it, get your shit together. But it's it's Gazy standing at the front with his four or five children behind him and some music comes on and they start you know, everyone's seen these TikToks where everyone's dancing, some sort of dance. I don't know exactly what the dance is, but the Gaze family have done it. It's as white as you can get for a video. and it Well, probably... it's white because it's white people doing it. Sure, but they don't, their lack of rhythm speaks to whiteness like nothing yes. else. Yes, oh, 100%, 100%. And it speaks to the NBL. It speaks to the NBL. It, it, speaks, a career, it speaks of a career forged in the fires of the NBL Well, battle. because it's like Gazy as an athlete should have more rhythm than that, a former athlete. No, I don't think so. No, maybe as a white basketballer, he shouldn't. No, I, 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 I think, think if you're I a think white basketballer, he's got as much he's got as much rhythm as he should have. Yeah, that's for true. someone that he, I think he was. A, was he a center? He's a tall guy. Yeah, he is tall, and he's dorky, and he just he's I think, Magoo. He's a Magoo he's boy. So Magoo. If he were, if he didn't move like that, I'd be shocked. Yeah. In fact, I'd go. That's not him. That's true. Yeah. This Couldn't is, possibly be him. No, nah, no. Nah, this is some sort of face swap. Yeah. Um, but it's probably it's that we it's the first thing we've like seen to this level since Bruce McAvaney did his one more time Channel Seven. Very song. Bruce McAvaney vibes. Very very Bruce McAvaney vibes. Yeah. Um, it was hard to watch, but look, it's must watch television. Yeah. And that's what you can expect during isolation. That's it. Weird shit like Weird. that. That's the thing as well. The 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 celebrity starved of attention. And I'm not having a crack at Gazy here. There are far more, but like. The shit they get up to in isolation, you're seeing so many weird videos of people just like bored and trying to make content. I tell you who is the worst, and I'm sorry if you like him, punters, dribblers, but The Rock is the most insufferable person on social media. He, he is. Look, he is. And I'm, you know, his social media presence is what he's been attacked here. Yes. It is, he, he is. He's a hell of a movie star, one of the great wrestlers of all time. Yeah. And a lovely guy, right? Sure. But 
insufferable. I cannot stand his Instagram stories where it's just him like, ha ha, yeah, you guys have all been thanking me so much for uh, telling you about my workouts and interacting with you here, and it's such a great time, and I appreciate you thanking me, but I also, I want to thank you too. And you know, I tell you what we'll do, we're going to sit down on Sunday, all of us, and I'm going to live stream my cheat meal with you, and he's like, oh, bro. And then we'll all have a... Then we'll all have a glass of my tequila. Yeah. Which you should go and buy. Oh, bro. He is he is so self-indulgent. And you could say, well, Tom and Eddie, you sit down and talk to each other and give it out to people once or twice a week. That is true. But this is all real. Yeah. He isn't. He just isn't. Or if he is, he's insufferable as a human being. <laughs> That's all it is. But one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Don't mind his movies. But insufferable. Too muscly to be in a rom-com. I don't think you can be that muscly and be the lead in a rom-com. He hasn't got rom-com vibes at all. I just don't think muscle-bound. You can't be that jacked and be a a leading man. No, he's he's too big. Because I think part of of the rom-com, and not to get into something that we're well-worn past, but I think part of the rom-com as well is about, for a man, identifying with the lead as this could be me. Well, that well, that's sort of where the great rom coms come from. Or, or you can see a bit of yourself in them. I can't see myself in the rock. Yeah, look, we can all see a little bit of ourselves in uh, in the great Matthew McConaughey, Matthew McConaughey, in uh, Hugh Grant. Well, but Hugh Grant's a bit dorky though, as well. Yeah, you but know he's, I mean? he's a bit insecure around like cele- like in Notting Hill. She's famous. So like, it's like we can oh, all maybe I could get that. Like you, you know what I mean. We all look at Ryan Gosling and go, I could look like that if. If I had, like, what the Ryan if Gosling... I had, was, if I had self-restraint and I worked out all the time and I didn't love KFC and I didn't drink schooners like they were he going just, out But he kind of looks like, he looks in a, he looks like what you would hope to look like when you go and buy a suit and you get it and you're like trying it on and they didn't fit it or whatever it is and it's like... You hope to look like Ryan Gosling. No, you, you think don't. you do. No, you, you, think, yeah, no, no, you no, do. No, no, you look in the mirror and you go... I'm sharp I as a like, I couldn't be sharper. It's like people that go to the general general admin at, at Randwick and they put on their tarot cash and they put on their white loafers. They think that they, that look, they like look like Ryan. that. And then they're caught in photographs and they either are so unself-aware they don't realise that they don't look like Ryan or you then catch yourself in a photo and go, I don't look... I couldn't look further from Ryan Gosling. I'm a fucking... I'm a, a blob of flesh yeah. with like rags done up around my body. See, but that's what Ryan. That's what a. That's what a true uh, purveyor of the rom com can do. He can. He can draw you in. Give you with his relatability. Exactly, uh, exactly. you know, make you think that maybe you could look. Whereas like Whereas The one. Rock is too big, far too jacked. He's, he's like he's like fucking six eight or something. I don't know how tall he is, but he looks that tall. There's like there's like a handful of humans on the planet that look like that. So it's just never attainable. And also, like him crapping on about getting up at three in the morning, it's just in suck. Go to bed, mate. You yeah. got so much money. What are you doing? Like, well, you don't. You, what you think I'm impressed because you get up at three in the morning every day? Well, I think, you're, I like... think you're an idiot. To be honest, <laughs> I think you're an idiot. I think you're a moron, mate. But also, like, we know you do steroids, though, right? Like that's commonly accepted. This isn't just. Obviously, you need hard work and exercise. Yeah, but like you need to do, you need to work as hard as him to look like him. But you also need steroids. But also, like, stop. You don't have to make fifty movies a year, bro. Like everyone's like, you're the hardest worker in Hollywood. Like, cool. That's but also cool. like, I don't, I don't think that's cool though. No, and I also don't really watch that many of. Do them. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just think that you need to relax a little bit. Yeah, 
because back. yeah, kick like too yeah. wound too tightly, and so tight. That's why he's insufferable because yeah. he's he's wound so tight and he's had so little sleep that he's bought into his own high. Yeah, and then when you see him talking, you're like, dude, you've wound you've wound too tight. You're not being he's, genuine here. No, because he's wound so goddamn tight because yeah. he hasn't had a holiday in fucking twenty years. No, you know what I mean. No, and he's too jacked. Look, I mean, ran, Rock ran over. Yeah, but um, I don't know how he even got to it. Just oh, the most insufferable person oh, on Instagram. Did, I don't know. It just happened. Dribbler dribbles. Dribbler dribbles. Shit. All golf courses close in New South Wales from midnight tonight. I played actually the other day. I played like shit. I played with Street actually. Yeah. Played yesterday at Northbridge. Um, had a fucking had a great time. Yeah. Good to be outside. Played yeah. pretty well. Putted like shit. I didn't. I three putted every hole. I. Went on, a, went on a par run late, though, but up until that, there was three putts, four putts, awful stuff. I played like shit, basically, the whole time. Anyway, let's go. Here we go. Hey, boys. Just have a quick bone to pick with you both about some comments that were made on last on the podcast last week. This is from Grant Kirkwood, Ropey. Uh, I recall hearing the statement that it was Queensland's decision to shut our borders to the rest of Australia and that the NRL has to spend its season. I would like to counter that by pointing out that Queensland had no choice but to do so to protect ourselves from some of the poor decisions made by the New South Wales government, most notably letting a cruise ship disembark with 130 corona-affected passengers on board. My question for you, given New South Wales have historically poor decision-makers, what do you think was their worst call? A, letting 130 infected passengers into the state, or B, selecting Mitchell Pearce at halfback for eight straight years, leading to the most dominant origin run of all time? Beers soon. Well, as soon as this shit's over. Well, I think it's probably the latter. I think it's definitely the latter. Yeah. I think the, the state can probably deal with 130 coronavirus patients who are spreading exponentially the virus that is gripping the nation. Look, look, but look yeah, but I mean, we... At at some point, it it will be over. It'll be over, and it'll be and it'll be less than eight Whereas years. Whereas the eight in a row lingers. Well, it was eight years. Yeah, yeah. This ain't lasting a decade. Yeah, they, it, exactly. That was eight years. This is probably eight months. So it's got to be. It's got to be the latter. I will myth. say this though. I will say this. You didn't have to close the border. The borders are open to people in logistics and transport. But yeah. you, you had to close them to rugby league, which apparently you love. Yeah. So you're not getting off the hook that easily, state of Queensland, because no. you closed the border to rugby league, mate. Fucked it. You fucked it, not us. No. Ropey. Hey, guys, I've noticed that Trent Merrin is back in the NRL. It reminded me of the old saying, punching Merrins. I play for a club full of guys punching Merrins. Uh, none more so than Benny Robbo. Shout out to Benny Robbo. Uh, my question is, who do you think the biggest, the NRL's biggest puncher is? Beer soon via Skype. Now, I have always said this. Puncher say, as in punching up. Punching up. Oh, Jesus. It's got to be Jai Arrow. Yeah, Jai Arrow's not much to look at. But he's not that good looking and his no. missus is not the like, hottest not thing. Not like Ruben Garrick, who's got a real dish on his hands, but he's such a he snack is, that it, it makes complete sense. Well, and you, and, a, and a, a snack looks good with on a dish. What do you think? Boyd Cordner a good looking blow? Because his missus is that's very true. I attractive. think Boyd, you could say, is punching. Well, you definitely would say that. He's, I don't, he's definitely punching. I wouldn't say that Boyd is classically handsome. But the, he's but got, he's got rugged good looks. He's got rugged He's got a fucking beard since the time he was four years old. He's got that chin that won't quit. And he's a skipper of the nation. He's also the skipper of the nation. He's jacked beyond belief. Yeah. Seems like a knockabout bloke. And he's from Old Bar and he bought his old man a house up there. And that's he just, a, he just a, seems like a fucking salt of the earth. So operator. what he lacks in classical Ryan Gosling good looks... He makes up for in just gentlemanly blokey charm. 
put it this way. I guarantee you opens doors for, for women. Fucking oath he does. You know what I mean? He's that, he's that he sort of apparatus. Yeah, he'd just lay like, over a puddle just so that a yeah. lady wouldn't have to get her shoes yeah, wet. Yeah, yeah. He's class. He's, he's all, all class. class. But Jai but Arrow, like... <sighs> Jai Arrow's missus is just so ex- exponentially hot yeah. that... It's, I'm just, I know, but you've got such a love affair with it. I'm just sort of trying. I actually to, don't even know if they're I'm together tr- anymore. I'm just trying to come up with some other ideas, maybe. No, you you're know. right. I should back off Jairo's misses. <laughs> you're very, you're borderlining very on, borderlining on some sort of. You know, Are they not together involved. anymore? I don't. Well, know. then they don't count. Well, I don't know if that's true or not. Well, have you looked it up? Of course, I haven't looked it up, Eddie. I don't have that sort of time in my life. Now. Uh, I'm trying to think of anyone else who's maybe done well, to be honest. Like, Jai Arrow's not good looking. Well, he's not good looking. He's not classically good looking. But he's not bad looking, He's though. not bad looking. Like, I think Boyd Corden is not as good looking as him. No, classically. that's true. Classically. No, classically. And we don't know what Jai's like as a bloke. So we can't give him good bloke points. I don't think they're together anymore, bro. She's putting up... Thirst quenches. That Look... Uh, man, he's he's deleted. He's not even. He's gone. He's out. What do you mean? She's she's binding. How do you know? Well, he's not in any photos. Oh, he's in one. How long ago? There, October. Not seeing. That's a long time look, ago. Nothing, dude. bro. Look, he's, where is he? Jesus. No, he's out. You think they could have broken up? I think it's all. I she think might it's all be back over. on the market. Is she following jealous? him? Is she following him? Nope. Jai Arrow. J-A-I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just... Uh, One of the great rugby league names. Is she following him? She is following him. Okay. Maybe it was an amicable separation. We don't look, know. Look, we don't have all the answers, punters and dribblers, but I think if we've answered... If you do reach the, out... I think we've answered the question. If we've missed any, then... It's probably in. Boyd and Jai. Send them in. Thank you, though. Uh, that was from Coates Brew. Love you, Coates Brew. Love you, mate. All right, so this one is from uh, Richie Instagram. You want to read it, Eddie? Yeah, I'll read it. Friend of the show, Richie Inglis. Hello, fellas. I'm in need of some help. I thought while there was no sport and isolation was kicking us all in the dick, you might have time from your busy schedule to help me name my new boat. The world is going to shit and I've buried life savings into a fucking boat. I just hope I'm around long enough to enjoy it. It's a it's a deadly boat. Fiberglass and sorry, it's a deadly boat. Fiberglass and 5.2 meters long. It's good length. That's a nice length. That's a really good length for a fishing boat. Yep. And I have a feeling this one is going to be a real fishing magnet. I need a punchy, easy to decipher over radio name, not a play on words like real naughty or some shit like that. Real spelt Double E-L. My old boats have been nicknamed Overkill, Can Man, and Humdinger. I'd love to hear what you, all the P and the D following, could come up with if possible. Should this go any further, my offer is a weekend away of Oski filling... Of esky filling, grog deleting, fishing goodness to the winner. Beer scene. Jeez, that's an offer. That's a huge offer. We might delete the bag. Bag of Skittles. Yes, bag of Skittles. Bag of whatever you desire. Lollies. Lollies. Lolly bays. Um, Now, we put it to the P's and the D's on Instagram and in the Punders and Dribblers page How on do you want Facebook. to do this? Do you want to go to the... I'll just go through the ones on Instagram first. And Do you want and to go to the page? Yeah, you go to the page and we'll just both... We'll roll. Th- I'll just roll through the fucking uh, Instagram first. And then we'll, uh, so, 
First cab off the rank. Friend of the show, Brendan Cowell. He's got the isolator. Mm. Don't mind it. Don't hate it. Uh, Lord Fowler, the unsinkable too. Um, Nathan Hodges has just sent us a picture separately to this that uh, Josh Reynolds miso has been like the painted a mural of Josh Reynolds ex miso on a fucking wall oh my god anyway that's a side note punish dribblers um Beers Soon. Now, we do have a boat already named Beers Soon from our far northern dribbler, um, you know, in Iceland. Our Icelandic boat-making dribbler has named a boat Beers Soon, so I'd say that's already been taken. I will also say, though, it is up to Richie. Well, of course, but we're just putting him out there, giving our opinions, and yeah. Richie will we'll, we'll shortlist maybe our favourites. Maybe you do shortlist. You keep a shortlist so we know what we're working with. Yeah. What have we shortlisted? None of them so far, I don't okay. think, really. Okay. Um, my old, this guy was it John O'Baker says my old man uh, called his the office. So anyone when anyone asked where he was, he'd say at the office. Good, but that isn't a name we can use because your old man did it. Throb Tannic. <laughs> don't mind Throb Tannic. I don't mind Throb Tannic. The unsinkable schooner. It's okay. It's a bit. It's a bit. Nah. Uh, the lead pencil. I don't mind the lead pencil. I like the lead pencil. I like the lead pencil. I think that's good. Uh, now, Eddie, the, we, we move to the the Pundas Dribblers page. What have they There's got? There's Dribbles McDribble. Uh, nah, a bit derivative. The but. Dribble and Yarn. The Nabra, the Hot Tip. I don't mind the Nabra. I don't, I don't mind the Nabra either. The Hot Tip. The Les Vale. Or Vale. vale. The Pipe Layer. Don't mind the Pipe Layer. I like the Pipe Layer. So what have we got? The Pipe Layer and... What was the other one? Throb Tannic. And the Nabra. The Nabra. Uh, I should write these down then while you're going through. Hold on. Hold on. Someone will find these notes in my phone and be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Throb Tannic. Nabra. Pipe layer. Yep. Yep. Um, Checkies. Yes. You like Checkies. I was like, check his out. Check his out, yeah. Anyway. The missus guaranteed to never go down? No. Don't know what that means. Spent months... I think it means he's calling it the missus. Guaranteed, oh, guaranteed to never, to go, never down go down. On you. Nah. Okay. Sure. Mm. Sure. Far Canal? Far Canal. No. Nah. No, Diamond Princess Two. Not mad at it, but but it's co- it's a reminder of dark times. That's true. It's COVID vibes. Big Papi. Not mad at that. And at five point two meters, it's, it's a big boy. Well, it's almost as big as Big Papi. Exactly right. Peter Dutton's Ruby Princess. Nah. nah. Spirit of Sung Yang. Nah. Nah. Unsinkable Two. Nah, nah. I've already had that. The Pash Bolka. Pasha Pasha Bolka. Bolka. That was that cruise ship that ran aground in Newcastle. 
The container <laughs> ship. Nah, but I get it. I like it. Credible, I like the reference. Credible dribbler. Just nah. make sure you speak it up. Soft George. Love Soft George. Soft George goes on. The giant tugger. Nah. Nah. MV, MV Dior. I don't know if MV is some sort of boating acronym. Nabra or Dior. Dribbles. MV Dribbler. MV Dribbler. What's MV mean? Have we forgotten something? Well, it's obviously some sort of boat. M- marine vehicle. Alcoholic. The Sea Hunt. It's called Alcoholic. I'm, I'm reading through it, yeah. Can I have a look at it? Aquaholic. You fucking idiot. I don't mind Aquaholic. Nah. Nah. The TFU's Dribble and Yarn. Bit long. Yeah. Yeah, the boys. Nah. <laughs> I don't hate it. Nah. Fucky McFuckface. Nah. Sure. The Pot Raider. Christian Dior. The, the good ship Bracy. I don't get it. Neither. Beer soon. Sh- no, Got to name it after his Sheila. None better in these isolation times than Kathy Bates. Dior Misery if you need a good cabin fever movie. So how about Kathy Boats? It's very weird. Very weird. Kathy Bates is like the mum in fucking lazy, su- lazy Susan of yarn. Love it. Long, but I do love it. It's so good. I love it. That would look great on the side of a boat. A lazy Susan of yarns. Trebotovich. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Assault weapon. Wet dreams. Unsinkable. The second. Hold on. No, no. Sorry. Keep going. You've got Trebotovich. I'm writing it. Lots of Dior's putting in here. Aphantasia. Oh, that's dude, a good one. I like that one. Pre C son. No. No. The bounce out. Well, I wouldn't call it rugby unions. It's been fast tracked to sink. Someone put in. That's obviously not a name. <laughs> no. Leaf catcher. No. no. Pipe layer. We've already got that. That's what the dribblers have come up with. There's some good stuff in there. Richie, mate, it's not easy. No. Well, we might even have to put this back up then to a poll and get people to vote on the punters and dribblers page. Richie doesn't have to go with any of these. but Richie it's just, could turn around and go, they're all shit out. But this is, you know, the way that we're working it out. So right now we've got Throb Tannic. I Which is we ridiculous. Can, we can get rid of Throb Tannic. Yeah. Sorry, Throb Tannic. Even though I'd, part of me likes it. I love it, but it's just probably not going to happen. It's Nabra, pipe layer, checkies or checkies out, big papi, soft jaw. I reckon big papi can go. It's a bit old. Mm. Soft George, I love. Love it. A lazy Susan of yarns is ambitious, but it's, it's long. But I'm I'm prepared to put it in just because yeah. it's hilarious. Throb, uh, Throbotovich and Aphantasia. Let's read them out again. Nabra, pipe layer, checkies or checkies out. Soft George, a lazy Susan of yarns, Throbotovich. And Aphantasia. Trebotovich. Trebotovich. Sorry, that's what I've got. Love it. All right. Let's get to some dribbler dribbles. And let's hope my fucking phone battery doesn't die. Today, punters and the dribblers. It's uh, Charlie here from out near Dubbo. I'm just wondering what... Uh, Fuck me, dead, 
I am currently sitting in self-isolation in Artarman after my trip from Canada. It's been called short, so that's fucking fantastic. On day three out of 14, um, slowly losing my mind. And if this podcast falls through, I'll be very, very disappointed. So just want to hear your thoughts. Um, yeah, fucking be soon. Look, mate, we're not going anywhere. Don't you worry about a damn thing. You're in isolation for 14 days, whatever it is. You'll get at least two out of us. We may be throwing... Look, there's been a lot of calls from the punters and dribblers for us to drop some of our secret first 70 podcasts. Now... There's there, actually 71. There's actually 71. We did happen to find the... the not, even, not even number one. No. Like the first ever podcast that we did you probably even couldn't call it a podcast well we were sitting at your home we were recording sitting, it on garage well we both lived there oh time, we did and we recorded on garage band and it goes for like two hours and we're reading the paper and shooting the shit that's the first ever one that's yeah. we're not going to release that now it's too special it'll yeah, come in time it'll come but we will release every every well, look, week we're, we're, we don't know every month we don't know maybe look this is what I can promise you this is what I can promise you we'll start dropping some we will start dropping some from the secret back catalogue that's yeah. what I can promise the punter and the dribbler because it's been it's pandemic times to, it calls for pandemic measures yeah you'll be you'll be getting you'll be getting original content yeah we got to try and flatten this curve and that's by keeping dribblers inside and if yeah. we can do our bit to help by releasing some of our top secret much highly tightly held. tightly held, highly coveted first 70, then we're going to do it. And also me wetting the appetite for the original podcast yeah. is just to, just to let you know it's out there. It's out there. It exists. Um, we listened to it the other night. Well, I listened to part of it. All right, let's go. Uh, yeah, g'day, guys. Uh, Poodle's here. Um... Now, I was just listening to the podcast, and my ears have pricked up a little bit to the uh, idea of smuggling the NRL players over the border. Uh, now, look, I'm a truckie, currently driving from Byron back to Brisbane. Um, I, reckon, I reckon I could be part of the puzzle. My idea so far is to get the players from Sydney to Byron somehow. I pick them up in Byron, chuck them in the back of the truck, and safely to Brisbane. Somehow they get to wherever they play the um, games. Yeah, that's uh, that's about all I've got to be honest. Um, anyways, yeah, let me know if you need my hand. Yeah. So, so Poodles is telling us, thank you, Poodles. I think Poodles is just telling us he's got a truck. Well, no, but no, but Poodles is also telling us he has the the wherewithal, the balls, the stones yeah. to smuggle prize NRL cattle but... across the border. Yeah. Look, I mean... Look, well, Poodles has sent another one. We should probably just get to... Uh, hey, gents. Uh, yeah, Poodles here again, mate. Uh, Poodles. Left a voicemail before about the truck smuggling, the NRL players over the border... Um, look, probably left a few details out, I guess. Um, it was short on detail. Desperate times. I think I think some ideas need to be thrown out. Like, I've got nothing to watch. There's, there's nothing to punt on. Like, I found myself betting on the weather the other day. Like, you know how hard it is to bet on the weather? Like, overs and unders. 
31.7 degrees in Perth. Like, I don't know what the weather's like in Perth. Anyways, uh, off topic, that is, sorry. Um, yeah, no, so back, back to the, the people smuggling or the NRL smuggling <laughs> over the border. I said, if we can find a way to get all the NRL players to Byron, they can go into isolation at the Zalondra Fields, I reckon, the camping grounds at the front of Byron. I'll pick them up one team at a time. We, we maybe start with you know some of the lesser teams like the West Tigers and Cronulla and the likes of them, and then we can move ourselves up to the big, the big, big, big teams by the end. Uh, yeah. Anyways, just putting a few ideas out there. Um, yep. Yeah, right, Is he starting with the lesser known teams to make sure they make the trip? Yes, they survive, exactly. If we want to, in case we lose any, we want it to be the teams no one cares about. Poods is solutions-based, and that's why I like him. Well, look, that's what we need in the, in these sort of pandemic times. We need yeah. solutions, not more problems. No. And from where I'm sitting, that's all that's happening at the moment. More yeah. problems, more problems, more problems. Poods is sitting there, mate, with a truck primed and ready to go, offering solutions, and no one's listening. No, appreciate it, though, Poods. Be soon, and we move on. Is he in a roundabout way calling us to say that Smudge's number plate is Dior? I think that's that could be what he was saying there. That's kind of what I was picking up from it. Good didn't to want see. to didn't want to be a bad bloke and fully give it away. Fully give it away, but we have it's Dior. Smudge's number plate's Dior, but it's good to see Stephen isolating. Of course, doing well, the right stuff. Yeah, but he's a man of the people. He's a man of the people. He's not going to let us down again. Is no, he? that's it. That's one thing we can guarantee. Yeah, g'day fellas. Uh, Big Mick from Queensy here. Uh, look, just uh, first of all, love the show, love the show. Big, big dribbler. We'll say hello to the punters and the dribblers and the dribblets. Many people yes. get 19% of uh, sports podcast listeners are in fact female. You might need to deal that, but in my opinion, a big emerging market there, boys. One to tap into. Uh, wanted to get your thoughts on some comments by well, the one Andrew Johns. I was sitting here isolating here at Queenscliff uh, on the beautiful peninsula when I heard that he believes the coronavirus pandemic will widen the gap in rugby league's uh, club land in that the, uh, the powerhouses of the, the Sydney Roosters and the Brisbane Broncos will simply shrug it off as pocket change, the financial damage, whereas the dreg clubs will, uh, will, 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 will basically sink and not be able to pay their players. Now, uh, he thinks that the, uh, the league should cut, cut to 12 teams, the NRL should take advantage and cut to 12 teams, a shortened competition to really up the standard. Uh, look... I don't know what you think of Andrew Johns. I mean, people think he's the GOAT. Some people think he's the best halfback of all time. 
I don't think he's even the best fucking halfback in his family, to be honest. But he is an immortal, so you've got to take it with some respect. But um, yep. I just wanted to get your thoughts on his comments because does he realise his beloved Newcastle is the first fucking club on the chopping block? They don't even have a leagues club, and the new coach, Adam O'Brien, hasn't been there five minutes. He's got no leave, and he's already talking about going and finding a fucking job as a brickie. So I don't know what fucking Andrew Johns has got in his fucking crack pipe at the moment, but keen to get your thoughts. And, uh, and second question, boys, is if you did have to choose a club to exit the competition... West Tigers. Why would it be... <laughs> <laughs> Look, if I, in all honesty, if I had to get rid of a club, it would be the Titans, 100%. Titans or Tigers? If it was a Sydney team, Tigers. If it's a team in the comp, Titans. Um, Keep talking. Look, I think jo- with Joey, right, Joey has always talked about less teams, and I think part of that comes from the fact that when you're as good as Joey, right, when you're the greatest halfback of all time, when you're arguably the greatest player of all time, he must look at some of the talent running around in these 16 teams and be absolutely appalled. You know what I mean? He must just go, these blokes aren't up to scratch. Yeah, certainly. So from that, perspe- from that perspective, if he's watching shit week in, week out, he's probably of the belief that we're going to be better off with 12 teams. Is that is that something that I want? No, not really. I want it to stay the way it is. I want I want the Titans to be moved to Brisbane, give Brisbane a second team, and then we just bunk it down. Yeah, that's what I want. That's I'm what I you. want. I'm with you, Eddie. You're going to do the next ones here because my phone is dying. Hello, Tom and Eddie, and all the punters and dribblers out there. It's Pug here. I'm back. Look, it's Saturday morning, and I'm fairly bounced. Um, woke up, was about to put on a rom-com and order in a zinger box, and then I received a text message saying that I needed to go in and fucking vote, which is bullshit. You know, we're in the middle of a pandemic, and they're trying to get us out into the polling booths and vote, which I suppose I have to do unless I want to break the law, which, of course, I don't want to do that. Anyways, um, look, as we're heading into our you know, isolation era. I was just wondering what your boy's favourite video game is, either when you were younger or now. My go-to has been Rugby 08 this last week. I've spent you know, the last week in isolation grinding out some more club challenge. So, look, just interested to see what you boys like to game on, what your favourite game is. Um, so, yeah, be soon. That's a fucking tremendous question. Great question. Look, I'm going to go all the way back to my first console, Nintendo 64. Favourite game on there, undoubtedly. It was Mario Kart 64 just in front of Goldeneye. Yes. Just in front. And Diddy Kong Racing. Diddy Kong Racing was great. Uh, Donkey Kong 64 was a ripper as well. 1080 snowboarding. 1080 snowboarding. Great games. I even like Super Mario. Super Mario was sick. Super Mario was all right. Wait, is that the world where it's like you'd slide down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You'd run around the world, bro. It was was That was wild Zelda was loose. Perfect dark. I'm going to throw you back even further, only because I'm only a couple of years older than you, but when I was born, my sister must have already had this, or maybe it was around what, there, the Sega Mega Drive, Sega Master System. I think I had with Alex the Kid, Alex built, the kid in? built into yeah, it. Yeah, of course, right. Mortal Kombat. I'd like a a, a bike game. I California Games. California Games. Where you'd like skate. You'd yeah, skateboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd fucking ride a BMX. That was some Sonic good the stuff. Hedgehog. Sonic, uh, yes, Sonic the Hedgehog. Please. Michael Jackson even had a game called Moonraker, which oh, used to play. that was weird. Um, um, as we. Uh, 
I, I never had a, a PS1, but people that did, remember you used to be able to get the gun? Yeah, dude. That yeah, was yeah, yeah, yeah. So time crisis. Time crisis. Time crisis. Right. One of the all times. Uh, and also, look, FIFA. Um, when I was on PS2, I was very. Tony Hawk. Pro Tony Skater. Hawk Pro's got a four. Un-fucking believable. Uh, GTA Vice City. Yep. Thanks for coming. Yep. Then when um, San Andreas came out, that blew my socks off. Knocked bro. your dick off. Um, um, I'll tell you what, what else was fun that I saw randomly for some reason. Uh, James Bond Nightfire. Never played it. It was unbelievable. I, played, I had the Matrix game on PS2, which was... It was the like, Matrix game was unbelievable. It was so... It was unbelievable. It was the first time when you could run in slow motion Matrix mode, I was like, I've never had this experience in a game before. Uh, what else have we got? Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, Didn't PS2. Play Didn't play Un it. Unbelievable. Adventure games never got me that hard. Oh, really, no. bro? Such an adventure yeah. game, mate. Yeah. God save us. Uh, then we moved into the Xbox 360. Basically, Halo. The, I liked Halo. Basically, all we did on the Xbox 360 was because this was Bathurst years. Yeah. Was play FIFA. FIFA. That's all Madden. we did. We didn't play Madden in Bathurst, but that was a good game. But too technical. FIFA, um, and certainly Call of Duty Zombies. I used to play a lot of that. Oh, dude, fuck! We used to play a lot. We of Call played of Duty. a lot of Call God of Duty. Save us. There's I actually forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, I know. Mate, la, and then PS4 now. Uh, to um, what are we playing? Uncharted Four, absolute fucking. I don't rip really snort game, of a game Red Dead Two, great game. The Last of Us Two's coming out. Soon. I talked Last about getting a, a console at the house, and it got poo pooed very quickly from the missus. Mate, there's a lot of good games there. Uncharted Four is probably, and and Red Dead Two would be the games that I recommend most highly on PS4. Yeah. But there's nothing can take away from the charm, bro, of that of the original 64 for yeah, me. Yeah, and also the old rugby games. Rugby 06, Rugby 08, I used to play a lot of at school as well. Yeah, great games. But N64. Rugby League 1? Remember rugby, rugby League, League 1? The two Rugby League games, even though they're horse shit, are actually very good. Rugby League 1 was dope, Yeah, bro. but it's like... On the old Xbox, and they used to get... The controllers were dinner plates. Yeah, they bro. were huge. They were enormous. I had a Manly Seagulls control. Of course you did. Of course I did. Well played. Thank you. Uh, but obviously, Vossi commentates, and that's a letdown because Rabs was like, didn't know what games were. I've asked him before when I used to work, and I was like, bro, why the fuck aren't you commentating those rugby league games? What the fuck? And what did you say? I just don't think he gave a shit. Um, look, if we forgot any stiff shit. Stiff shit. That's pretty good. Good question. SmackDown versus Raw, I think, was actually a fun wrestling oh, game. Oh, I tell you what was fun. Day. Fight Night when it first came oh, out. Oh, Fight Night was Fight Night was sick. I used to get balls deep into career mode in Fight Night. I tell you what I used to play was like uh, Summer Olympics. Did you ever play that? And you had to smash the X and the O button as quickly as you could. No. And that's what made him run quick. Me really? and my brother used to get like fucking like tennis. Carpal or, tunnel syndrome. Like carpal tunnel syndrome. Yeah, yeah seriously. Tennis sit elbow up, for your thumbs. For your thumbs. You used to start <laughs> all night bashing away on the controller. My God, uh, mate. Great times. Great memories. Absolutely love it. Great question. Yep. Great question. Hey, Drew. This is Gray here from Mount Isa. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to... Um, Mikhail Plokhodnuik. Um, put a bet on him for the Ukrainian ping pong while I've been bored this week and he paid off. He was two dollars ten and he seemed like he was um, a bit of an underdog against the Piasta. He just <laughs> absolutely destroyed him and got me a good payout. So yeah, um, long distance beer soon. <laughs> Take that as a statement. Yeah, that was great. Um, Good to see someone's winning money on look, sport. Look, if you, if you want to send in your exotics, we'll take them. Yeah. We'll take them. Fuck and, yeah, mate, if you've got any more... Uh Good oil. Yeah, if you got good oil from the ping pong. If you got good oil, then let us know. Because, I mean, picking a $2.10 outsider... In pandemic times? Mate, that's, that's good punning. 
That's good punning. Lucky last. G'day, boys. It's uh, Mangers from Mount Druitt, Coolin. Uh, G'day, in Mangers. my first week and a half of isolation. And um, I've just woken up with a bit of a stunning revelation here um, just about the uh, debate on the greatest of all time, uh, comparing Nadal, Federer and Jocko. So um, one thing that doesn't really get talked about along with slams and um, majors and trophies is uh, hair. So you've obviously noticed that Nadal's fucking mop is just sitting by the day. Looks like an old dish rag. And if you've ever seen Roger <laughs> without a fucking headband, it's, uh, it's a bit of a mess up there. Novak, though, uh, follically gifted. So um, why I bring this up is if we think about uh, Agassi, one of the greatest players of all time, right, in the Sampras era, but uh, when he made his comeback bold, it was almost like fucking Samson losing all his hair. Uh just wanted your thoughts on that, boys, and uh, be as soon. Tough. I firstly, great question from Mangers from Mount Druitt. Great question. I would make the he's, argument he's that Rogers' right. hair is better than Nadal's, uh, than 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 Djokovic's. Look, look, he's he's saying Federer's hair without a headband. From memory, he's always got his headband off in presses, yeah. and I've always been blown away. He's always wiping it out of his hair, yeah. uh, his eyes. Like, like it's obviously thinning a little bit with age, but that's natural. A little wear bit. and tear, no, a little. But bit. that's wear and tear, Eddie. Like Djokovic, yeah, he might have a lot of hair, but it's straight. And if it, if it grew out, it's it's also about like it's not sexy. If you're gifted follically, it's got to be like how it looks when it <laughs> fucking don't you dare. About how it is when it's grown out, what mm. you can do with it when it grows out. I, Djokovic to me doesn't seem like he can do much with it grown out, and he knows that, and that's why. That's it's why it's never grown out. Whereas Fed, he's had long hair, started off with a ponytail. He's had short, looks good short, and now it's sort of grown out a little bit. But he sort of flops around to the side. I think yeah. it looks unbelievable, to be honest. It looks leading man, uh, like sort of. Uh, Roger has a leading man head. Yeah, fact. That's he, why he's the leading man in the tennis stage, and he's follically gifted. To say he's not follically gifted, I think, is a gross misrepresentation on Roger the Goat. Yeah, That's and, my opinion. And misrepresentation on follically gifted individuals. Mate, he's right up there best in the world. Yeah. All sports. Yeah. I'm saying it right now. Mm-hmm. He's he's leading man, baby. Yep. Make no mistake. Yes, Novak might have a lot of hair, but it's shit hair. Yes. So, sorry, you're out. You're out. But I think that's... Uh, that is that the last dribble, That's Eddie? it. Debate settled. Now, uh, was there anything else we had to get to on our list of things here? Because I don't think there is, but I feel like best to be safe than sorry. You know what I'm saying? Best to be safe than sorry. Enjoy our time out of the house, Tom. It's been fucking nice to get out of the house, hasn't it? Very nice. Uh, Ben Cousins' interview with Scott was sad. Look, I didn't watch it because I knew it was going to be sad. And sad. I didn't like the tone they took in the intro. Like in the in the sort of the, the pump up video. What would you like the highlights? The ad? The ad. The, the Jesus the Christ. I've been in here for too long. Yeah. The no, ad. They, I was like, they're trying to catch him out, being like, Well, you're not so no, you haven't done drugs. I'm like, this uh, bloke is clearly a, a drug addict <laughs> and you're fucking taking the piss. Yeah, but also the whole thing was like Ben comes clean. He didn't really come clean about anything. He still looked like a man in the grips of drug addiction. And got went to some pretty dark places. Very weird at one point. Nick Nat Nui's there and he plays tennis with Nat Fife on one day. And you're just like, there's no 
it, there's no it's so incongruous like there's no reason why nat 5 is there there's no reason why him and nat 5 play tennis there's no rel- re- revelation that comes about from them playing tennis what that they're both from perth well, i don't even know if he's from AFL perth nat players. 5 five plays for the dockers yeah it was just Nat Fiveser playing tennis with him, and it's like good luck. They don't know each other. It wasn't like here's my mate Nate. It's like hey, how you going? Anyway, oh, do you play tennis in jail? Yeah, we do. I love it. Cool. All right, catch ya. The whole thing was weird. It was shit, and you just felt bad for him. He doesn't look like he's anywhere near. So why fucking what, what's it all about? It's it's crap. It was let's hack. It was can we get Ben Cousins to do an interview? Yes, we can. Let's just do it. Yuck. No Strange. good. Anyway, whatever. Punish dribblers. As we said, the podcast is, I mean, look, it's not officially brought to you by Yuli's Brews, but we're just... It is this week. It is this week. So, Yuli's Brews, Y-U-L-L-I-S-Brews.com.au. If you can, go there, buy a support, case. Support small business. Support small business. Uh, it's a hell of a beer. I'd recommend the Seabass Mediterranean Lager. Yeah, love it. But also, you, there's, a, there's a range of them. And, and, and That's what I like. Has, a friend of ours makes a good point. He's got a few that are the higher alcohol. And when you're sitting at home in isolation times, sometimes you just want a couple to get a buzz. Not that this is about being drunk, punters, dribblers, but sometimes it is in isolation. Well, like the like Amanda, the Amanda, which is like a Mandarin IPA, which is growing on me. Yes, it's lovely. Because when I first had it, yours I was like, I don't like this, and I actually really like it's it. It's really now. nice. Yeah, he's yeah. got some really really nice beers there. But sort him out, get a case, whatever. Everyone's doing it tough. You also, won't be disappointed. Our friend Driblet, uh, uh, cakes by Anna Maria, I think. Yep. Yes. Yes. She's got a cake store. Or now, she, I'll, I'll give you the exact name. Yes, we should. The exact name, punters, dribblers. Cakes. Oh. Cakes, Cupcakes, Anna Maria. There you go. That's the Instagram name. Cakes and Cupcakes, and Anna Maria. Website. www.cakesbyannamaria.com. So if you've got a birthday, maybe you're a bit hungry. Maybe you like shortbread. If you like shortbreads, if you're in the shortbread game, get and by it. the shortbread game I mean you love shortbread, then this is a this is an absolute no-brainer. Yeah. So support local business. Support the people you can support. Punters, dribblers, bit extra coin floating around. Yuli's brews, get in there. Case of piss. I'll be getting another case. Well, I'll be getting a case this week. I got one last week. It was delivered by a door by your brother. There you go. That's service. That's good stuff in these trying times. That's service. And I got and he threw in four free beers. There you go. Six free beers. Yes. Look, what more could you ask for? Nothing. That's what you're going to get from Yulies. Yep. And the cupcakes by Anna Marie. Exquisite. Fantastic. Anyway, that's it. Thank God we're over. Um... Bye-bye. At, at Hello Sport Podcast on Instagram. Look after each table. Look each after each other. And uh, early evidence suggests that coronavirus is killed by dribble. Could you two just not talk anymore? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.